to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and you're joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios. I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Jojo, say hello to the people. What, what, what's in this box? What, what's this box about? I made that box when I was in elementary school. It's, it looks like it contains Ariel's voice. It should. If I if I open it, will I be able to sing as a mermaid? Is that, no, you won't. No? No, no, no. I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, actually, no, I didn't make that. Uh, Mom bought that in, in uh, Ocean City. Uh, I made another box that has an M on it. I'll show it to you later. Okay. I told Mom the M stood for Mom. Uh, didn't. Stood for Marcus. I was egotistical back then. And you're sure she didn't buy this from the, like, Swartzel lady from... I'm possible. <laughs> it's not, not going to turn into crabs. No, 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 sir. But we're not alone. We're joined by the pouty, frustrated, angry, pretty funny lady herself, Candace August. Candace, say hello to the people. Let me ask y'all something. Can Turkey fly? Turkeys fly. Yeah. Yes, they can. If they're exactly. So we had a game today at my job. We did Family Feud, and it was name something with feathers that can't fly. And somebody said a chicken, and somebody said a turkey. Both of those can fly. Yeah. They're not. They're actually. They're actually uh, classified as flightless birds. Yeah. No, I've seen a chicken fly. Look it up on YouTube. And people hunt turkeys and, like, shoot them in the air. Wait, they were supposed to pick something that can fly or can't fly? No, name something with feathers that can't fly. That was the thing. And on the board was chicken and turkey. And I know chickens and turkeys can fly. All right, well. They, they can. It's more like a controlled jump. They fly the same way Batman flies. It's like a <laughs> controlled like a, descent. Like a glide? If they fall, they'll flap and they'll float. <laughs> But they hit the ground hard. I mean, uh, okay. I get it. They're, they can fly more than an ostrich can fly. Like yes. an ostrich ain't no. An ostrich ain't going to get off the ground. Yeah, uh, an ostrich is completely flightless. But I know turkeys and chickens can take flight. They they get some air. Okay. All right. We can, we're gonna have the, the crack dot comedy research staff uh, look into <laughs> that during the rest of the episode. But don't forget, Candace, we do have a special guest this week. Yes, we do. Mr. Adrian Russell. Hello, Mr. Adrian Russell. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? God. Oh, doing good, man. Doing Pretty good. good. Fuck, you got his name right. Oh, uh, be a bad episode. Oh uh, yeah. Usually I don't. See, he he looks like the kind of guy who, if you get his name wrong, problems. Um, see, oh. like it's like, hard I mean, to really. It's Adrian Russell wrong. That's a pretty yeah. simple one. It's pretty yeah. easy. One. Hey, I, I thought Andre at first, and then I said it before the show. So. You know what, <laughs> sir. Marcus, do better. <laughs> he did. I've he did do better. Of, and and, and giving me anxiety sometimes. is what I'm telling you. You've had Andre. You look like an Andre. I'll say that. You, yeah. Like in the face, you look like an Andre. I don't know what that means, but you do. Oh. Well, I, mean, I, have, I have an uncle named Andre, so that counts for something. I have an uncle named Andre, too. Was he a giant? Are y'all cousins? No. <laughs> well, yeah, I got uncles. Answer, answer both questions. Was first, <laughs> was were they cousins? And second, was he a giant? <laughs> the answer to both of those, no. Well, my uncle's name is Leandre, but we call him Andre. Uh, and my uncle's actual real name is Alvin, but we call him Andre. So. What is that? What black. Is that? <laughs> That's what that is. That's black. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! Did you, did you see that, Joe? What? But that's some of that country ass shit where it's like, like all of the uncles on my dad's side, they all have nicknames that aren't related to their real names. Oh, of course. Mm. That's a lot. A lot of black families. Like I have a whole bunch of programs with a whole bunch of names I ain't never heard, like uh, funeral programs. And I'm sitting there like, who the hell is? Who the hell is Malcolm? I didn't know we had a relative <laughs> named Malcolm. <laughs> We had a we had a naming uh, issue at the uh, football practice on Sunday because we had we had two Joeys, okay, which is really rare. Um, not only did we have the same name, but we were wearing the same shorts, so that was super awkward. Hold on, you talking about with the insurgents? <laughs> the infinite, the, the unforgettable, the the insurgents. Okay, go ahead. What happened? Um. So now, now, so this is where where it got weird. Now, now that now this season on uh, this season on uh, Playmakers, uh, Virginia, um, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> there's two Joeys and there's two AJs. So I thought that like we could like work out something because like I know that I don't no problem and I actually could oddly enough the uh, the guy who was a team captain was calling me Tony for the first like first like five weeks that I played for the team. Hey Tony, come on over here, Tony. And that's my middle name. And I always was like, you know, there's gonna be a scenario one day where I just go by Tony for a little while and see how it fits. Uh-huh. Um because I'm very proud of being have had it my middle name is named after my, my grandfather and I I, I take pride like it, I appreciate it. Yeah. So I was like I could go by Tony, but um the other AJ decided he was gonna go by Tony so before I could. So now I can't switch to my backup, even though I shouldn't have to go by a different Joey. But every time I'm worried because every time I've encountered another Joey in real life, it's been like Highlander. Like one of us has to die. It never goes well. There's always a rivalry for no reason mm-hmm. because there's only allowed to be one Joey in a circle of friends. When there's two, then it's problematic. Joe, Joe, oh no, one of y'all got to go. That's how, that's how it sounds. I mean, Joey's a pretty common name. I, I would expect there to be two, no, you no. know? like Joe is a common name. Joseph is a common name. Joey. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Joey's a 10-year-old boy. Joey is not common among adult men. Joey's a 10-year-old boy. Trying to get him to change that for a number of years now. But also two Joeys and two AJs. Y'all are like one Brian short of a full Backstreet Boys group. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Nick, a we need a Nick first. I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Joe, so other than um, than the insertion doing their thing, uh, what else happened to you this week? <laughs> insertion. <Hey>, Joey. What? <laughs> Are you, how, how are you looking in Wait, the general did, direction did, of the show? Hold on. Because I'm, I'm dealing with the social end? media interaction. I, I got my own intern right now. Okay. Yeah, well, Why are the insurrections back at it? Didn't football season just end? Well, no, it ended. Real like, football ended. Yeah. <laughs> our, our last season ended like in November. Yeah. So Holy show evil. <laughs> fake football runs year round. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it? Our... our Flag football starts up again in in March. So, but the, you know the registration's like a month in advance. So yeah. All right. Think, so so when did the season end? You guys just ended in what like January? No, and literally in just said November. They ended in November. Oh, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear it. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. That shows how much Candace is paying attention to the show. I didn't hear. I'm Y'all paying get attention. On, I didn't get hear on it. You, want, you, you get your get your hearing aid fixed this week, Ms. August. Mrs. August. Do what now? Get your yeah. See, there you go. Get that hearing aid fixed. <laughs> got to get got to get that uh got to get them AARP discounts at uh at Hearing Plus. Um, but so anything else happening to you, Joe, this week? I mean, uh, you did uh, did you do any comedy this week? Uh, I did the uh, the writers' room on Monday. Okay. I normally do. You didn't do any Zoom shows. I didn't do any Zoom shows. I saw a Zoom show. I actually um, I I was I bought tickets to Paris Sachet's uh, Zoom show on Sunday night. Okay. How and was that? It was actually pretty cool. It was it was a different format than I was than you might like. Um, it was weird because like she had every, she like they were act actively asking people to turn on their cameras and mics unless they had background noise. Yeah. But what would happen is I don't think they took into account like the little comments that you make to yourself during a stand up that because people were like sitting right there were all coming right through. Oh, okay. So anytime someone made some side comment, everyone heard it. <laughs> So when you're sitting there looking, good, that shit ain't funny. <laughs> hey, you guys, Jesse wants to join, so I'm gonna send him the link. Okay. Don't don't no, do that. No, that's not you that's not what we Jesse do here. On? That's counter that's counterproductive <laughs> to the show. Here's the thing: we have one guest per episode. Yes. That's that's how that oh, works. Okay. Yeah, oh. it's not it's not the it's not that we don't want him to join. If it was just if it was just the three of us this week, by all means, we'll Jesse get him back. Jump in. We'll he get will, him back. We'll have him back on, and then we will continuously promote. Coffee and conversation with Candace and Jesse every Friday right, on y'all, Instagram, y'all, YouTube. Y'all, y'all and, uh, <laughs> now, uh, so so yeah, it like uh, the Zoom Zoom shows. <laughs> yeah, they don't. No one understands the technology of Zoom yet, one hundred percent. Because I go to Zoom church on Sundays, and like when the pastor says, "Hey, everybody, turn your mics off." They don't remember those people that called in can't turn their mic off. So, so you still hear that noise coming through. And they got babies and they got crazy people in the background. <laughs> I haven't heard no one's cursed anybody out on the, on the church Zoom call, which I'm very proud of. Uh, not, I was close. Yet. Yeah, I, yeah. I was close because I take them at work. So, like, someone busted them off. I had it on mute, thank God. But I had it on, uh, but they bust them off. It's Mark's. I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with all these fucking people. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I don't either. Uh, let me turn this on. Let me turn my camera off too. So I can talk to you for a second. Oh man. But uh, Adrian, anything happen to you this week? Uh, this past week, um, I'm trying to figure out like how people keep recognizing me on the street, <laughs> like with my mask on, because like I'm like a bald, bearded black man in like columbia heights so like i figured i could just go incognito but like <laughs> people keep pointing me out on the streets like hey what's going on it's like yo how did got my mask on man <laughs> but then uh, like even the 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 indian shop owner of 7-eleven he was like my friend how are you and i'm like how and like he's like oh the, the orange scarf that you wear everywhere like, like oh you have a signature okay. scarf yeah, signature scarf. Like people point me out. Um, let's. I guess it's kind of like a. You know how hunters wear fluorescent orange. Yeah. Yeah. That's your thing. So they don't get shot by other hunters. <laughs> where the scarf is like a fluorescent orange, just in case the police are you know out and about trigger happy or you something. You put your hands or in front of your scarf. Hunter. You put your hands in front of your scarf so they see it's not a gun. I have, I, I have a theory. What's your theory? 
My theory is that he's not carrying around the same COVID weight as some of the other people, so he stands out now because. <laughs> oh, you're not COVID fat. Because he's not. He's not that like COVID fat uh. <laughs> that most people have. Oh, uh, the quarantine fifteen. You yeah, you're not. You're not. Uh, you don't have that. You don't have that extra quarantine fifteen to help you blend in. Yeah, gotta gotta get with the with the punchy folk. Uh, Candace. Yeah. Since she since she decided to, to pay attention now. Hey, how you doing, Candace? Looking Hi, at you. how are you, Marcus? You know what I haven't I haven't said in a couple weeks, Joey. Candace looks very good. I would I would uh I would uh, uh do Be respectful, Marcus, for once in your life. What are you all right? doing? All right, I'll be respectful about it. Okay. For once in your life, stop being creepy, sir. Okay, I would marry Candace on a sunset beach. Oh, that's so sweet. Just so I can smash. So, Candace, how was your week you know what? this week? Okay, this is what happened to me this week. I discovered, for the first time, and I know I'm late with this, uh, the song Jolene by Dolly Parton, and I'm, like, obsessed with it now. Super fucking obsessed. Hey, you guys have heard this song? You know about it? Yes, yes. We know Jolene. I don't. So It was before my I'm time. You don't know that if white song? Huh? Joey doesn't know that white song. Don't let Joey be the only person on this call that hasn't wow. heard He's the only person that hasn't heard Jolene. That How did that happen? Just wrong. Don't know that That's one. just wrong. <laughs> 2021. It was before So my, basically, before Joey, time. it's a song called Jolene. And it's Dolly Parton singing about how it's this woman that she feels inferior to and this woman's prettier than her. And please don't take my husband away from me because you're so fire. Jolene, right? That's what the song is about. And Sounds like boomer shit. Back, so let, let's just go back to <laughs> you, you do know who Dolly Parton is, right, Joey? Oh, <laughs> uh, white chick, big boobs, nine to five. Yeah. Working exactly. Right. She did that so sugar titties. if you remember anything about Dolly Parton from the 90s, I mean, from the 80s, she was it. Like, she was it, right? Big boobs, blonde hair, just beautiful. Like, and I think of that. She was the tits back then, Joey. She here's the here's what I know. She was in a, I think, was it Steel Magnolias? Yep. Well, he was. <laughs> and, then, and then the other thing I know about Dolly Parton is that, um, when I hear the name, the first sound I hear is, um, what's his name? The guy from SNL doing the Sean Connery impression. <laughs> just yelling, Dolly Parton, into the microphone. <laughs> so that's what I hear. Oh, okay. Well, this is what you need to know. That in the 80s, Dolly Parton is like the pinnacle of every dude wanted her. Like, just beautiful. Petite. She's like five foot one, huge boobs, blonde hair, pretty. And then, so she makes this song about Jolene, and I think, like, how fucking, Jolene must have been the baddest bitch in the entire world. I mean, shit, have you seen Enterprise? Insecure. To Paul was the shit. Not that Jolene. What other Jolene is there? It's It's the uh, only Jolene I know of. Well, that's because you're a nerd. What Jolene (laughs) are you talking about, Jolene? Blaylock. Jolene Blaylock, uh, Star Trek fame. I don't know who the fuck that is. But so Dolly Parton has a song about this woman that she felt insecure about named Jolene. And if you know Dolly Parton and how amazing she was, it's like, how bad did this bitch Jolene have to be to make Dolly Parton feel inferior? Well, if you watch Enterprise, then you'll find out. (laughs) You're really on this Enterprise kick right now. I'm just saying it tracks. It tracks. (laughs) 
That's one Jolene, Jimmy. That's one Jolene out of. Find me the other Jolene. I'm gonna find out. Wait a minute. Find me the Jolene that was wearing overalls that she was actually talking about in that song. Because you know Jolene in the '80s was wearing overalls. (laughs) Yeah, probably so. Especially if she knew Dolly Parton. Yep. What were we saying, uh, Adrian? No, I was gonna say the Star Trek Jolene. What character did she play on the show? To Paul. To Paul. Uh, Commander to Paul, uh, Sub Commander uh, to Paul, Sub Commander to Paul. Oh, oh I don't uh, even Enterprise. know that one. Was that the one with this, the dark curly hair? No, no. Our Enterprise, the nah, she uh, was Scott a Bakula Enterprise. She yeah. was. Oh, I didn't. That's the one Star Trek show I haven't seen yet. Oh, you yeah, gotta, I don't know. Watch that. that one. That one's yeah. that one's that one actually is better than. Uh, I'd say better than DS Nine. Oh, no. I don't know if that's true. So, was Jolene the actress's real name, or was that the character's name? No, No, the actress's name. The actress's name name was Jolene Blaylock. Guarantee you she was named after this Dolly Parton song. Yeah, more than likely. It's possible. I think she was born in the 70s, though, so. She had been born before the song was made. But, hey, you know, Jolene, if we look up baby names from 1960 to to 1975, uh, Candace and Jolene would be in there. You know uh, what? I was not born. You know what? No, <laughs> You're talking about songs from... I'm not born in that window that you just said. <laughs> uh, Candace with a K. That's right, Candace. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. uh, yeah, okay. So it's just something that I thought about when I like, heard this song. And I'm just thinking, like, this must have been the baddest bitch in the whole wide world. Because Dolly Parton was the shit. She was a bad bitch, uh, truthfully. Um, like, the baddest, she's talking right? About in Jolene, the 80s, though. she was like, she was like it. Yeah, jo- uh, Dolly Parton, nah, couldn't have done it. She's never been my type. That uh, accent still throws, that accent reminds me of oppression and, uh, I can't. I can't take that accent. I don't. Care, I don't I've, like southern accents too tough. So. I've never been about blondes. Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm about big boobs though. I am all about yeah, those. Big boobs. Yeah, Here's what I liked about Dolly. She was like all over the top with the girliness. She had like the long acrylic nails, the big hair wigs, the makeup, the huge boobs. She was like over the top feminine. That's a. That's scary. That's like a fembot. Almost. <laughs> she was. She was. I think she was a prototype for the fembot on uh, Archer. I, I think that there, I think that that was an alien type on on an episode of Star Trek. No, oh, they all look like that. <laughs> all aliens. All aliens on Star Trek. I think I had an episode where they went to a planet of Dolly Partons. <laughs> I don't know. She had like a super feminine, soft voice, and on top of that, with the the southern accent, she just was. She was it. I loved her. Why are you talking and also, about her she's, a, she's a real one. She's like she gives alive. a lot to charity, super charitable, and Absolutely. like millions she of dollars to literacy and homelessness and senior care. So it's like, yo, and Dolly's... Someone, that's true. And for someone who's a superstar of country music, which is kind of known to be Heartland America, racist kind of territory, she was very like she was openly friends with Patti LaBelle, and mm. you know, like, she was very um, tolerant and like very non-racist and open about it which was which was revolutionary for her time for for a country music star yeah hold on let's give it let's give it a little listen i'm begging of you please don't take my man 
All right, that's enough of that before we get cut off for the week. Um, but... <laughs> She's like, please, bitch, don't take my husband. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can see. I, well, you got to think. She was... Okay, now here's here's an unpopular opinion. Okay? I want to know why in 2021 Candace is discovering this. I don't she, know. She but knew it when she was younger. The songs that you sing from your soul are timeless. So somebody might discover it years later, hmm. and it still hits because it's such a good song that you wrote from your soul. Candace was Candace was singing this in the mirror when she was singing up. She was singing about me, and uh, she was she was trying to she was trying her best. She was like, "What do you have to do with Jolene? Did you hear that in her voice, Jolene? Jolene?" She's like begging, like, "Please do not take yeah. my husband away. I can't compete with you, Jolene. You can hear it." That's that's, that's about how Candace feels about me. I, 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 know oh. it. I know it. I know it. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. You you gonna learn today? I'm gonna keep <laughs> blinking until this segment's over. All right. So, so Jolene and and Candace's week. Um, team grab ass and Joey's week. Uh, wait, that's, that's not just. It's it's touch wow. football. It's grab ass. Come on now. Let's, let's get. Let's, it's, it's not touch. It's it's not touch. What is it? Flag football. Uh, flag football. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Uh, you all leave Joey and the impositions alone. Let's let's move along <laughs> and find out. Joey and the Spanish Marcus, Inquisition. How was your week, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Joe, you know what? We do have a special guest this week. We do, Mr. Adrian Russell, who's joining us. <clears throat> and I, and I, 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 at this point, I like to slow it down a little bit. And. uh Oh yeah, you, yeah. Adrian's got a good mic. I can see. I can see his wind his windscreen on there. I can, I can see that he like he's a professional, Joseph. Unlike mm-hmm. Candace, who decided to go get a Bob Barker mic and fuck up sound for two weeks on the Dynasty <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> when and where? <laughs> God damn it! Don't offer nothing you ain't trying to give up. <laughs> oh, but somewhere out there right now. Somebody who's into beards is watching this and like playing with themselves. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. It might be both. But <laughs> Could be both. Joey, why there's did a, you have to take us there? There's a like, lot of what? beard, beard <laughs> game going on right now. What are you doing? Where did that come from? Even Candace's mustache is turning somebody on right now. You know what? Fuck wow. you. I don't have a mustache. Wow. wow. I had to do it. It was right there. It was fucking right there. If I didn't do it, I, it wouldn't be the Dot Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Come on, fuck on, <laughs> She doesn't have a mustache, folks. For all you listening on SoundCloud, moment ruined. Week, she doesn't have a mustache. It's it's it's, just, it's like a it's a it's a uh, what is that called? Uh, peach fuzz. It's just peach fuzz around the lip. So when she sweats, it just beads up right there. But Adrian, worry Lewis. about your hairline, Carl Winslow. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm not worried about this. This is in God's hands. This is this is, this is God's got this. I pray on it every day. I go like you're this. not only a client, but you also the president. Get your hairline together, sir. My hairline. Don't works. worry about me. My hairline works. I, I'm not. Going, I'm not going to go in, in deep on her, Joey. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it this week. This week is a positive week. Trying to be positive. So we have a guest. Still Black um, History this is Month. The posi- this is the positive week. Oh. <laughs> it's Black History Month still, so we can't. We got to show unity. Uh, we can't let the white man see us arguing, Candace. Jesus, Y'all talking right about Adrian's segment. Get, right. get to Adrian. All right, we're going to talk about all right, all right. Adrian Wilson, I want to welcome you, sir, to the Dot Comedy Podcast. 
Um, Who or what is an Adrian Wilson? <laughs> oh, Russell. <laughs> Dude, Russ, you are the worst. You are doing so well. I think they're both brands of basketball. So yeah, <laughs> Listen, Adrian Spaulding is a guest on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I could. It was right there. I had to. Uh, Adrian Russell, I want to welcome you, sir. Um, so here on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we, we think of all of our guests as part of our extended family. So. Um, on behalf of the team, I, st- I like to start. Here's the thing. I'm gonna st- this is how we're going to do it different from now on, Joey. What was that? I want to mm-hmm. extend the olive branch of uh, family to Adrian Russell and welcome you to the Dot Comedy family. Because you, right. you are now part of us. Uh, we don't do too much as far as family events. Um, you don't get paid to do anything with us. Um, you, you may get criticized, ridiculed, and belittled, just like your regular family. Um, yeah. And we will, in due time, ask you for a favor that you won't want to do, but you will feel obligated because we were such nice people to you. So that's, hey, that's it's just like a family. <laughs> so that, that's family one on one, right there. <laughs> but yes, sir, welcome to the show. How, um, so first thing, how long have you been doing comedy, sir? Uh, so I've been doing comedy a little over about three years, about three and a half years now. Okay. And um, yeah, the first time I actually did comedy was like. It was a mixed bag, honestly. Like, I've done stand-up mostly. I'm getting into improv right now. But the first time I actually did stand-up comedy, whew, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a little rough. Like, long story short, I was super nervous. Almost kind of, you know, no one really kind of passed out. I passed out the first time I did stand-up comedy. Oh but I got through the entire set, finished it, you know, clean. And then once I put the mic in the stand and got off stage, then I dropped to the ground. You pulled, so. <laughs> you pulled a uh, you pulled a DL Hewley. <laughs> no, see, in my brain, I like to think it was more like James Brown, where like you know you you're sweating and you're working so hard, and then like you kneel down and like somebody pulls a cape over top of you, and then like yeah. Yeah. Like James Brown, where you expend so much of your energy on this stellar performance that you just don't have anything left. You got yeah. not left. It was a and then they yeah. <laughs> it was I know what you mean. Yeah, definitely. It was 10 bar napkins sewn together. It was over <laughs> <laughs> but no, my friends who were there told me it looked more, less James Brown, more heroin overdose. So, okay. but they said I was funny. And the comics who saw me there thought I was funny too. So oh, they just yeah. said, stick the landing next time. No passing out. Yeah. So then be after that, it was all good. So, okay. See, that that's my fear. That's why I don't do stand up comedy. Um, Cause my, no. my fear is I'm going to get up there and I'm not going to breathe the whole time. And then mm. like, soon as I finish, I'm going to take that first breath and then just fall the hell out. Cause it doesn't <laughs> see, I got every time I've done things like that, like when I public speak, I always yeah. at like the end out like if I'm doing like a debate or something, I'll speak mm. really fast and I'll get through everything, and then I yeah. take a breath, and it's like wait, oh. it, it, it's like <laughs> are you breathing the whole time? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, little known fact, you can do a, a five minute set of stand up without breathing, but you need to eat though, because um, that's what got me. My blood sugar was low, and then I, it just got me as soon as I stepped off stage, oh, but. But apparently the bartender had seen something like that before, so because she, she rushed over with margarita mix and like got my blood sugar right back up, like she was like a nurse and just triaged it that second. So um, shout out to all yeah, the bartenders. Was, 
Saving them lives and giving drinks. That's what I like to hear. So just as yeah. a public service announcement, when your blood sugar crashes, what you need is margarita mix, is what you're margarita saying? Margarita mix, yeah. That's, yeah. It does have all the essentials. <laughs> it is. It's actually good for you. Speaking <laughs> of tequila, no, just joking. Like, so margarita. No, seriously, I could t- also talk about tequila. It has plenty of sugar in it, too. Yeah. But tequila is an upper. It's a probiotic. It's good for your digestion. And... It, uh, it's the gift that really tequila is a probiotic. What about vodka? Is that a probiotic? No, not at all. Oh man. Yeah, yeah vodka is just stale potato water, and it's. I'm not sure it's really. Damn, good. Look how you shit it on my drink of choice. Stale potato water. <laughs> <laughs> truth is truth. Uh, it depends on what you like to do. Um, good lord. So no, but the reason I said speaking of tequila because you wanted to talk about. Kendall Jenner? Oh, that was, that was oh yeah, yeah, topic. that's that oh. uh, that crime against nature. Um, <laughs> uh, she Kendall apparently found the best off-brand tequila she could find, and then slapped her her brand on it, eight one eight, which is a like a, a Latino area code in California. And then she was like, "Oh, after so many years, we found the best tequila, and now we want to offer it to the rest of the world." And it's like. She tried to confuse people looking for eighteen hundred. <laughs> so wait, so wait, is this Kendall or Kylie? This is Kendall. I'm Kendall. Sure. Okay. Here's yeah. what I would like to say: is those girls are so beautiful and so famous that they can yeah. pick anything to slap their name on, anything. And she just except for a good marriage, they slap their name um, on a bunch of bad marriages. <laughs> well, I think the thing that they would be most able to promote would be beauty products, right? So, like, yeah, yeah. You know, perfume or makeup or something like that because they're such beautiful girls. But really, their name, the Kardashian name, is marked. Yeah. Whatever you want to choose, yeah. slap your name on it. You can make a million for them. And so good for them. Not, Let them make their money. Yeah. Not, please, by all means. But I think this is more like a Jurassic Park situation. Like, <laughs> you know, everyone's focused on whether you could. But we should be asking, should, you know. My question, though, Adrian, is why not? Why not? I don't know. I mean, part of me is like, yeah, you're a business person, and if there's a market for it, by all means. But do we have to drag the good name of tequila into (laughs) Into the Kardashians? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they've already just enveloped so much. Like, they got Kanye, they got beauty, they got, like... You know, sex tapes like they've Big got butts. like a considerable of portion of like, you know, here's American entertainment left done. But here's what I say: they are rich, powerful, beautiful, influential women. Let them yeah. do their thing. Whatever they, yeah. whatever they want to do, I'm with it. Why are Let they influential? <laughs> Why are you supporting this so hard? Listen, Candace. Because women, because people want to shit on women so bad, no, and let don't. them girls do their thing. Let them do their thing. Yeah. No, Candace, how often have you heard me, uh, other than you, how often have you heard me really shit on women? <laughs> like literally, how often I have I ever done that? That's, that is not. I don't a take thing. issue with what the, with what they're doing here in in general. It's the quality of the tequila they've chosen. I think here that it really is what's bothering Adrian is mm-hmm. that. They, you got to understand, they have a platform here. Millions of young tweens are going to be looking to try tequila for the first time, and they're going to buy this shitty tequila because <laughs> she's promoting it. it we haven't tasted it yet. We haven't tasted know. it yet. So the jury's, tequila. Yeah, the jury's still out. So I guess it's worth tasting. Good. I've heard the Rock's tequila is really good. 
Whatever it is, it's got to be better than Ciroc. And Diddy put his name all over that garbage. <laughs> I think Diddy sold Ciroc. Uh, either Diddy or Jay-Z recently sold one of their liquor brands. Whatever. Ciroc but, is garbage. Yeah. So what I'm saying <laughs> is that celebrities promote bullshit liquor all the time. Yeah, so let, the, let that girl make her money. Yeah, I'm not standing in the way. It's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess the Kardashians are a little, a bit of an easy target, but, like, when it comes to, like, business and just making it out there, like, if you got it, you got it. So I'm, I'm not here to stand in the way of her making money and being an entrepreneur because, like, mm-hmm. you know, if she wants to go out there and do that, by all means. I just, my my heart hopes that it's a good tequila. Maybe I have to try it one day, but just... I bet it's excellent. Yeah. What's, I, what's I, the name I, of it? What's the name of it's it? It's 818. 818. Okay, I'll give you, I'm not a tequila drinker, but I bet it's an excellent tequila. I yeah. bet it tastes like piss so. water. I'm just telling the world what I believe. No, no, no. Here's the thing. We're going to follow up on this. We're going to make Candace try this on air. Okay. So, so when it burns and she has to, like, cry <laughs> after she drinks it, we can watch her try to play it off. I don't think Chris would let them put their name on anything that's subpar. Chris is like, she runs a tight ship, and if it's something that she's going to let her family endorse, it's probably a good quality. Okay. Who's Chris? Chris Jenner. The man of it's the relationship. It's their mom who's their manager. The man. The, yeah. That dude, that old dude that, that keep hanging out with him. I don't t- <laughs> I don't care about one Jenner, let alone five. Like what? It's 19 Jenner, Jenner Kardashians I, over there. I'm Done with all of them. Where's Rob? Someone that no one's no one's act, no one's uh, found Rob in a number of years. But no, no, wait. Because he's I not the moneymaker. It's the women that are the moneymaker yeah. for that I digress. Yeah. Adrian Russell. It is now. <laughs> so we, this the, the segment's about Adrian Russell. It's about Adrian Russell's rise to the top. Um, his his grind. And his his uh, uh I'm, I'm trying to think of more uh, adjectives um his 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 moves his uh movements his uh his thing his uh his 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 P.S. de resistance oh I found out what you what you were saying last week on a, a side note uh let the good times roll indeed Candace let the good times roll uh yes, no no oh, no that, no that's, that's means like I think it means like can I spend the night with you tonight? Of course but you can, Candace. It's not a, that's not an option. That's not like optional. You'll have to ask me in different languages. You could just come over. It's not, it's right. not you know what? I'm about to hang up. Adrian, please let Adrian. So Adrian, uh, <laughs> what uh what made you decide to start trying to become? Yes. What got you into Honestly, it was a it was a health scare that got me into comedy because I've been writing, I kept up for, with uh, comics for years and been writing jokes, but then I was like, I don't know, I've never been like a natural performer. So when it came to actually like getting on stage, there was a little bit of uh, reluctance there. But then when I had like a health scare and I was like, all right, if everything comes back clean, I'm, I'm going to do comedy. And then it was like, oh, false alarm. And I'm like, shit. So then... <laughs> But it got me on stage, and then by the like, even after like passing out, and, you know, the, the the good feedback from the comms that heard me was like, "Yo, for the first time, or like your jokes were really well written, and your delivery was like, you know, solid." So like, just you know, keep doing it, come back, and yeah, I just had to get back on stage. I mean, it took me a little while to like, you know, get, get over the embarrassment 
of like passing out. But then after I got a, got over that, then it's like, yeah, I just got back on stage and yeah, just kept pounding the pavement and um, writing jokes and just figuring out what my voice was really. Um, so Adrian, when you said you passed out, you, you're talking about literally like passed out or you're like, what do you mean? Like you got off stage and just like fell? What happened? Yeah, so, uh, like I put the microphone, put the microphone in the stand. I mean, because when I was on stage, and like I'm on my, I got to like four jokes, and like, you know, I got got my timing down, I got my punchlines, and people laughed at those first four. But then on the fifth one, it's like my brain stopped working, like the the, the electric electrical connections weren't making any sense, and I was literally just on stage for like five seconds, dead air, in front of like sixty people. It was at the big hunt. It was kind of intimidating for the first yeah, that's time what- doing comedy. It's not a first uh, time. But that was, <laughs> yeah. First of all, the fact that you even got up at the big hunt is remarkable yeah. in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. I think I think me passing out might been might have been when Sean Joyce was like, "Hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't let newbies do the big hunt." <laughs> 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 up for everybody, sir. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, like, uh, but then when I um, so after the, like on my fifth joke, my brain started working. Like, I snapped out of it after five seconds. I'm like. All right, I gotta get the fuck off stage. So, but like, all right, you guys been great. Have a good night. Put it in the microphone stand, and I step like two steps off stage. So I'm successfully off stage, you know. But now I take like a step towards the bar, and then like lights out, and I I'm just waking up on the floor like two seconds later. So it was wow. like a clear, yeah. And like at, my friends were there. Some people tried to catch me, but like it was also in the middle of someone else's set. So I remember hearing them like say, "Hey, uh, he had a pretty like they you know people riff on one of your like tags or something." Yeah. And they were in the middle of riffing, and then I like hit the ground, and then I'm like waking up, and you know. Oh so, my god, that's scary. Yeah, a little scary, but it was also like looking back on it, it was kind of funny. But um, yeah, I, I've never. <laughs> that was the first and only time I've been to the big hunt, so I'm pretty sure like they remembered me. Um, but I've been on some other underground comedy stages too, so I'm sure it wasn't that bad, but like, even there are other comedians that were there that night who like a few years, like maybe a year or two after that, like they, they'll see me in like a, you know, an open mic or something. They'd be like, yo, you, you don't want to pass out like, uh, (laughs) big hunt. And I was like, yep, that was me. It's like, Hey man. Hi, you, you okay? <laughs> I would have conveniently forgotten that happened. That's how I would have handled it. I wouldn't have. I'd be like, Joey, Joey, he just do the past time. Like, no, 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 Fred, Fred, this is the guy I was talking about, the one who uh, <laughs> oh, bounced off the pavement. Uh, so, so how are you? Okay, so in the climate of Zoom and virtual shows and things like how how has comedy changed to you because you, you started you started three years ago so you were you were at the you were in the you were, yeah two, you were two years outside of COVID right 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 so, so so in that in that changeover how's that been for you it's been like at first I was resistant honestly I was resistant to like doing online comedy shows but like actually once you kind of get into the the flow I mean it's a slight transition but once you get into the energy and the flow of doing a Zoom show, like it's somewhat seamless because you have, um, like, for regular stand up, 
you have to use your whole body, right? Like you're performing with your whole body and like people who fidget with their hands or their feet or whatever, it can be distracting. But with like Zoom shows, it's just like the neck up. That's all you got to worry about. Like you can use your neck. Like it's a little bit easier than doing regular comedy, but the energy's off. Because like you can't like feed on your disagree. I think it's definitely more difficult than doing regular it's like awkward right there's no yeah. because when you're on stage you're feeding off the energy of the room yeah. on Zoom, the there's no there's no energy exchange it's just you performing to your computer screen right so it's kind of i don't know i mean i found like I, it's almost like to me it's like you have to i mean there definitely is that deficit right where you, where you can't feed off of the energy of the crowd but it's almost like you have to be like a jimmy fallon or seth myers or samantha b where you're 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 giving your jokes in like a monologue and then if the laughs come they come but you can't like wait for the laughs with lag and all these other factors with zoom so i think with zoom you have to really trust your material a little bit more instead mm -hmm. of the crowd but um I don't know. I just I found there there are trade-offs, but I think to me, you know, Zoom is a little bit easier than just regular stand-up. Because again, I I have nervous energy with my body, so sometimes I'll fidget with like my hands. Like sometimes I don't know what to do with my hands, so I put them on my hip or I play with a pencil or something. So like I don't have to worry about any of that with Zoom. It's just like neck up. So do that all off screen. Right. Like I'm I'm doing my Zoom setup. I'm my do my Zoom set and I'm making a sandwich like right underneath my juggling. <laughs> yeah. He's he's doing he's a, you know what he's doing? He's doing something that, that like tiny furniture like uh Freeman in the wire. Yeah. <laughs> how many uh how many of y'all got kids? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, right. Right. Uh, speaking of, um, didn't someone earlier say something about like they were getting heckled at a Zoom show or something? Um, was it you, Joe? Oh, I was, at a Zoom show. You can just have the moderator mute everybody. I was talking well, about. I, mean, I was talking about uh, the Paris's show that I saw on Sunday. And oh, it wasn't so much yeah. she was being heckled. It was they were they had opened up all the microphones so that you could they could hear the laughs. Yeah. Um, but what they, I don't think they accounted for is like the little comments that people normally make under their breath at a comedy show. Yeah. And because it was so Zoom that, and the mics like right there, it was getting picked up. So it was as loud as anything else you heard. Right. Yeah. So that actually happened to me on a Zoom show a few weeks ago because I was. Um, and the the heckler happened to be of all people my mother, like she. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I was doing a Zoom show and like my mom was like, I want to see you do some comedy, so I sent her the link, thinking she's not gonna like call in, and then she calls in and like of course we tell everybody to unmute themselves and put their mics on, and like I'm in the middle of a joke about like I'm literally joking about my mother, and then. Like, you can hear her commenting. In the, I said something about, like, you know, oh, well, yeah, the, well, you see that? You hear that, son? Even the devil got married. You should think about settling down. And, like, you can hear after the joke. She was like, yeah, that's right. You should get married. You should think about that. Wow. <laughs> and, like, I'm joking about my twin sister. And she's like, that ain't right. Your sister going to find out about this. And my mom, <laughs> <laughs> 
why was I not watching this? Like, that would have been hilarious. Like it was, and then I had like some Jesus jokes, and she was like, "Don't you joke about Jesus? Now he's gonna get you." And I was like, oh. <laughs> "That's funny." Oh, and I'm gosh. like, "Okay," but it, it made the show that much more funnier. So oh, yeah. it was that was like the most welcoming I could have asked for, but threw off my timing a little bit. But and I overall I haven't had much more heckling than that, but. Well, I mean, uh, if overall, you, if people are overall, Zoom comedy has been decent. It's been pretty good. If people are on a Zoom to watch comedy, I don't think they do too much heckling because you're there for that reason. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a comedy club or like a uh, or like open mic where people are there eating dinner and <laughs> they hear a bad joke. Go, this shit ain't funny. Why are you interrupting my dinner for this? I think it's more, <laughs> I think it's more incidental. Yeah. Um, stuff or like random crap happening in the background. Like someone was someone was like running their mi- microwave. Mm. You know, or my burrito's <laughs> done. <laughs> but also, it'd be interesting if like someone was just doing some oddball shit in the background instead of like microwaving their burrito. They're trying to get in a little bit of flute practice or something, and then you're like, "Oh, was I not on mute?" My some bad. of those shows I've seen, like people will be straight up like half naked in mm-hmm. bed. <laughs> Watching the Zoom show with the camera on, like, like mm. <laughs> I, I, I could dig that. I was I was half naked in church one Sunday. I uh, I just put I just put my my shirt on. I put a col- uh, polo shirt on, and I wasn't wearing no pants. I'm just <laughs> sitting there in a the chair with a polo shirt on. Nobody can see my my drawers. Uh, but Zoom God can see those drawers, though. God saw those drawers. I, I have to second that. When I'm on any kind of video conference, I never have pants on, like ever. So it's like pants are optional when people can only see you from the chest up. <laughs> Shirts are a must. Pants are optional. I, I had one. I had one work call where I almost went on um, in my underwear, and like just my underwear, because I meant to have my camera off. And ever since, I haven't taken the chance. Like, it's just, I, I'm just like, after that, like, close call, I was like, nope, never again. <laughs> so, uh, so, Wait, Adrian, you accidentally turned the camera on? I act, yeah, I, I thought, because normally my camera defaults to off on, right. at my, uh, on Microsoft Teams. But for whatever reason that day, it wasn't. And I was wow. like, I literally saw that. Uh, I, I, I like for a split second I saw I, I saw myself, but I was late to the meeting, so I clicked and I clicked. So then I was like, "Oh fuck!" and I hit exit. So I like entered the meeting and left half naked before. Like, so I don't <laughs> See, know if they got like picture, a I leave my camera unplugged, completely unplugged. So the only time you're gonna see me is if I physically have to plug it in. There are no mistakes. My laptop has this nice little uh, privacy feature. I just close that off there, so the government don't watch me watching. Oh, see, you're you're in dangerous territory because yours is built in. I have a separate webcam that I can plug and unplug, so they can't catch me slipping. Uh, so <laughs> I made I made one mistake of uh, having a, a skip level meeting. Um, you know when you meet with the boss's boss. So I had a, I had a skip level one on one, and I forgot that my brother is a horrible house guest. Because he hangs out in his underwear, oh. and so he's sitting behind me. Like initially, he's not in the frame, so I'm good. 
And then all of a sudden I'm on this call and I see in like the picture behind me this dude with no shirt who like he and he like looks like like the Taliban right now because he's wearing a headband. If you were watching our episode a few weeks ago, like he, he's got the full Jesus beard going and he hasn't cut his hair, I think, since that since the pandemic started. So he gets up and walks right through the background. <laughs> And I and I, like I and no am I thankfully like no one met did he say anything there was no mention there was no questions about it. I think that's a norm right now on on these uh, virtual meetings, uh, like like spouses popping in uh, half naked and shit like that. It's just that's just part of doing business right now. Until we get back to until we get back to the normal way of doing things, coming into offices and things like that, people are gonna be like, eh, that's not surprising. Yeah, but when is the normality gonna come back though? Because I mean, like, it seems like we've been doing this for damn near a year. And... It is a year, but that brings me to the question that I want to ask everybody: Has any have any of you gotten the vaccination? Anybody gotten the shot yet? Uh, no. They're restricting who can get it right now, so I it's not a, as soon as it's available to me, I will, because I feel like I'm a I'm a high risk for spreading shit. Because he's a super. Why spreader. are you high I'm risk? Because he goes everywhere. I'm everywhere. I go everywhere. Joey's all over the damn map. I cross I cross state borders on a regular basis. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm not getting for it extracurricular out of, activities until the government openly admits to Tuskegee. And all other uh, <laughs> experiments they've done to black people, I will not be getting their experimental experimental uh, drug yeah. to stop me. So from- the, the, the African-American community is notoriously gun shy of any sort of injection since the Tuskegee experiments, and it's completely understandable. I'm I'm very skeptical myself. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't I don't believe I don't believe they're like I was looking at um I was looking at the news yet yeah, this like last night. And they were like, yeah, after they give the, there's six doses in each vial. And at the end of that, there's enough in the bottom for a half dose for someone else. So they're throwing all those bottles away. So now they're trying to figure out what to do with those half doses. Can't they just take the two, like two half doses and put them together? I don't understand what the problem is. It goes against um, FDC rules. Why? Because they say it's contaminated because of how many times they've stuck a needle into it. Have you been to a restaurant? Like, if they put down bread on your table, they'll throw it away if, if before they give it to someone yeah, else. Yeah, but they like, marry the ketchups at the end of the night. Like, I don't understand why are we wasting vaccinations when there's a global pandemic. Like, they show, they literally showed a, they showed a, like, a bookshelf full of bags of vaccines. And they said total, it was about 10,000 more shots in those vials <clears throat> and how much and how much they were just going to throw away because the, the FTC said they can't can't give it to anybody our government is just completely failing on all fronts at handling this they could have just, just take some out that's what, that's what fumbling I thought at first. the ball at every chance I feel like you put in enough for six and that's what you get out of it that's how I look yep. at it and then you then you then you do it. You, it's easier to do it that way. I don't know. I gave up. I gave up. I, I it, 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 they'll vaccinate me when they want to vaccinate me. That's how I approach it. You're, you're like the last in the line. I know. Like I'm not. I. I, I, I <laughs> well, what am I gonna do? Yeah, healthy, young, able-bodied people are last in line. They they um, figure yeah. 
your immune system can help you out. You don't need it. You don't need no a high risk job. Like if you don't have a high risk job either. I mean, so like uh, essential workers all get it. Can all get it now. Marcus, your ass should be able to get injected. You're at risk for being overweight, right? And you're at wow. risk for being old. So what the hell is that? You should be able to get the. You should have got the first set from the old people's home. What kind of shit is that, Ken? <laughs> we were doing better. Over 65, sir. Over and, 65. And you are 67. I don't know what you're talking about right now, old ass Candace. <laughs> if, you're, if you're at that age where, you know, they, they got to be cautious giving vaccines to the elderly. It's it's That's the, one, it's the one group that's been, been had trouble with the vaccine. And Candace is an old black woman, so you know she don't trust the government. At, at all, at all. She I don't. She I don't trust government. them at all. You don't trust your trust your girl. Who, Kamala? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this ain't this ain't about her. This is about big farm, and they will inject me with did anything. She I'm not the, did she take the? Did she get vaccinated yet? Didn't she say she was going to? Yeah, I remember that, sure that topic she, at the I'm debate. I'm pretty sure she had to get it. Joe, I'm going wait, to get wait, vaccinated. Her, her and Joe, Joe have been vaccinated. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Look, she said, I'm going to get vaccinated if Joe Biden tells me. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Not Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. So Joe's like 92 years old, so he's in the demographic that would be <laughs> that would be vaccinated first, but I don't know about her. Yeah, I mean, but she's VP, and she's traveling all the time, so she's had to have had it already. Okay. She had her second shot. I've, I've seen a couple. I met a couple of people that have had that have had their second shot, second dosages, and I'm like, all right, cool. As long as you don't start ticking and shit, or you don't get it, and then they like, oh, well, yeah. we gave you the placebo. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm immune at this point. So I. I think really... the reason why they're giving it to all these old people first is because they're they don't really know what's going on with it. It's a vaccination that was rushed. If you think about it, vaccinations take literally years to come up with. Like, if you think of things that we have vaccinated against, polio, chicken pox, measles, it takes years for them to come up with that. And they came up with this shit in 18 months. Well, and they're yeah, like, you know what, let's give it to the old people first, because they're about to die anyway, and let's just see what happens with that demographic. Hold on I think a that's second. Before you, but, but I just want to go into is, a clinic and have them test my blood. I think I'm immune. Like, I you're have not to immune. Be. Shut up. It would have happened. <laughs> you're not. You just. You just around. You're not around all the people. Look at my gut biome and tell me I'm not immune. <laughs> you're not immune. But the thing is, um, with the with the shots and everything, um, they're giving it to old people. A, like Candace said, so they can test it out. Uh, old yep. people ain't got that much long, that much time left, so they just they're just saying, all right, we'll give it to all them, and if it goes bad, it goes bad. The other thing exactly. is, you can you can do more now. You can do more faster now, because technology is actually caught up to getting things done quicker. Because you think about polio and chickenpox. When they come up with those vaccines, they came up with those vaccines in the '60s and '70s. When no, I do understand that technology and medicine have progressed, so we can get things sooner. And also. The entire so um, this is a global pandemic. So the greatest scientific and medical minds in the world have come together mm -hmm. to try to get this vaccine. So that accelerates the timeline as well. Mm -hmm. But even so, even taking into consideration modern day technology, as well as the fact that everybody was collaborating on this, still 18 months to come up with the vaccine is unheard of. 
Yeah, like usually it takes around like a year and a half, maybe two years, but 18 months is what. No, that's about, about a year and a half, half. <laughs> but still. No, yeah. no, but. That's incredibly quick for a vaccination. No, they, they, I, they, yeah. But you have to remember, they were working on this before we all got all scared about it. Because when China had their first outbreaks in December, when Wuhan, yeah. Wuhan was shut no, down no. in January. No, I think by December or January, China was like wrapping it up. So they had had their outbreaks way before that. I no, want to no, say no, like no, October, no. November. No, they didn't have their 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 big outbreaks when they shut down. Shut down China was in was in February. Okay. And then they 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 cleaned everything up. They cleaned everything up quicker than everybody else. Real quick, but, yeah. But they but the thing is, they didn't. Um, they were they had all the World Health Organization already started working on it. So they were okay. working on vaccines then. So you're all talking right. you're talking twelve you're talking twelve to twelve to fourteen months of just continuous yeah. working on something and working on something that affects everybody. It's not like right. this thing. This is like this isn't like chicken pox, which has a mortality rate for children. This isn't like polio, which we could kill everybody. But back in the eighteen uh, hundreds, this is this is now where everyone can there can go go on uh uh was this uh Microsoft Teams and actually talk to each other across the world and or or go on Zoom and have a full panel of of uh, scientists there. No, I, I understand the progression in technology and how that can accelerate the timeline, but still, 18 months for a vaccine? That's I don't care. Give me it now. I want to go to a movie theater and buy disappointment from the concession stand. <laughs> no, no, what, you really want to go to a theater? I, something. Give me something. I need, to, I need a vacation. I need something. I need, I need some public event. All right, we're gonna, oh, yeah, well, we're going to go to... Um, Let's see the next pretty funny live event of in New York City. When's the next pretty funny live event, Candace? Not anytime soon. <laughs> we waiting for this. We waiting for this panty to clear up. The panties to clear up. Yeah, you got to wait for the panties to clear up. No, the, <laughs> the panties. Problem? Not like, what are we talking about here? She's got a wiping issue. Got to wait for the panties to clear up. Oh man, but Adrian yeah. Russell. Tide, tide pots. That's, that's, the, that's when you use them. It's, it's how long? How long? Um, so uh, we asked how long you've been doing comedy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're still in that we, segment. We haven't finished. Y'all keep hijacking his, his interview. I didn't do that. You both did it. God damn it! I, I did nothing of the sort. So, um, who are some of your influences in comedy? That's that's one of the big ones. Well, I mean, of course, Dave Chappelle. I mean, he's like one of the he's on the Mount Rushmore of like my influences. But like, oddly enough, like uh, like Dave Attell, okay, like that dude, so sharp. Patrice O'Neill, um, Brian Regan, mm-hmm. um, like those dudes are just such good writers and. Um, also just as a performance aspect, like they really know how to like deliver and accentuate the right parts of their jokes. So I really enjoy listening to them. Um, definitely Roy Scoble. Um, that dude is like, his improvs are just fucking hilarious. And like, I can listen to his jokes like a thousand times and still laugh my ass off, you know? Adrian, did you get a chance to watch the Patrice special? Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the documentary? Yeah, is it good? No, I haven't seen. No, that. no, 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 not the documentary. I thought you were talking about like one of his uh, comedy specials. No, but I haven't seen the documentary on him. But I know that's going to be fascinating. Is I've seen a few yet? clips of it. 
Yeah, everybody's saying that it's amazing. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Mm. But yeah, yeah, he was definitely like a philosopher on yeah, stage. Because I mean, I think there was one segment where he was talking about how he doesn't care if like it, everybody enjoys all of his jokes. Like he's there just basically just to tell the truth, and hopefully some people are there along with him on the ride, and like that type of uh, like freedom on stage yeah. is like. That definitely takes time to earn just because, you know, when you're a comic, like, I don't know, I feel like there's a phase where you're like, you're definitely, you're like, you're like me phase where it's like, I want people to like me. I want people to laugh at my jokes. But once you get to the point where it's like, hey, hear my jokes, laugh them if you want to, but like, I'm doing my thing here on stage. Like, like, I feel like I'm working, I'm still working my way towards that, but, like, that's definitely, like, the, a goal in comedy for me, and, like, he just emanated that aura, you know, um, but also he was just fearless on stage, and he was just so fucking sharp, man, like, He's an amazing comic, so yeah. great, I never did like his material, because it, it's so misogynistic, and yeah, sexy. it is, yeah, so, extremely misogynistic and sexist. And that's like, I couldn't, he was so brilliant and so good, but I couldn't get into him because of how anti, like how woman bashing he was. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I, I picked up on those things, but it, it, I guess I did have a blind spot to that myself the first time. And then I tried to like sit down with my girlfriend to watch that. And then we had a really long talk after, after like, you know. <laughs> you funny, this shit funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, is that what you want? It's like, no, it's not, that's not what I think. So I was like, but you agree with him, though. I was like, no, it's, but it's, it's just the jokes. context in the. Because <laughs> when you fuck around and say, but see, he has a point, and then you're in the shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, long by the way, short, we've been off air for the last but, two minutes. Cut off. Oh, say what? Uh, we got knocked off our live feed. We're back up now. We're all, we're, uh, we're we're still uh, recording though. I've been diligently working to get our uh, our our live stream back up. Good job, mm. IT department. Is that Lulu working still? I'm a little annoyed because we 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 did so. It's not it's not our connection. Um, we thought it was. Yeah, we changed that up, and that 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 made it worse somehow because. Well, it only cut off half the time now. Yeah, that's not as good as what's worse. <laughs> Well, we were at an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were at an hour too. So that's interesting. Yeah. So that that's an hour. <laughs> that's like that, we need to call them because they owe us some money. Yeah. Well, they cut us off in an hour. Didn't I'm gonna have to reach out and have a talking to. Yeah, because that that is bullshit. I I paid for this. Uh, well, that comedy paid for this. Uh, we need to make sure this is right. Mm. Um. But Adrian Russell. Yo yo. Are you you're a DC comic, correct? Are you from, are you from yeah, Baltimore? DC comic. DC comic. Um, mm -hmm. Do Do you know any DC comics that you were friends with? DC comedy. <laughs> well, I mean, like the only like well known comedian that I really really know, like, and I think he doesn't really know my name, but like he knows my face. Like Tony Woods, like you'll see him at a bunch of like open mics here in DC, and like he sees my face, like, hey man, it's you. It's, I, just going on Scarfman or whatever, but like <laughs> Yeah, he'll he'll just <laughs> going on Scarfman. <laughs> yeah, Tony Tony will Tony will recognize you. Like he he does pick yeah. up on faces. I've known he, like he actually I yeah. was like surprised. Like yeah. I was surprised he actually recognized me one time. I was like 
going on, white guy? I felt good for a second. <laughs> and, then, and then I realized there's no way he knows who I am. You, go, you, you, you doing a set tonight, white guy? All right. Yeah. 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 And he just looks around, I guess. It also just right. might be that he gives off the vibe of he recognizes you just to make you feel good about <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure he doesn't, like, he knows probably some of your material and maybe your face, but names, like, I'm sure he doesn't really, that doesn't register because he meets so many people, but, you know, it is. And he's been doing it for too many years to be that too Yeah, Yeah. but, um, no, no, a bunch of the, like, the local DC comics, um, I'm, I'm part of Callback Comedy with John Yeager, so we, um, help organize shows um at least in the pre-covid times now he's doing like a a few gigs it starts it's starting to open back up or hopefully it starts open back up he's got a few rooms he's trying to um expand so i'm helping him uh, uh, coordinate some of those shows but honestly it really depends on the venues and their flexibility and ability to really host enough people to get you know a, a decent comedy crowd so right. but um but yeah, man. But yeah Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know what? To hell with John Yeager. He just beat the brakes off of me on Words with Friends, and I don't like him anymore. <laughs> I don't like him anymore. He can go too. straight to hell. <laughs> I, I'm still bitter about uh, like five years ago when I went to went to one of his shows in Arlington. Was there an hour before the show? Went up an hour after everyone else did. <laughs> like I was. I went up an hour after the headliner. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> you were like, this is bullshit. I was Dylan like, oh, mad about that. Like, that's five years ago. That is a long whatever, time Jody, ago. You used to do that shit when I used to come to, um, wh- what was the name of the place? I can't think of it now. I want to call it Trader Joe's. What was the name of it? Union Jack? Union Jack. And Trader your ass used to put people up at fucking 11.32 at night. And like, <laughs> well, those were, those were people that came. All right, first of all, we never put anybody who was there before the show started up that late. Yeah. You came, if you got there before we started, you were going on first. You were an uh, opening act for whoever we yeah, felt like to, was headlining. I used to show up at 10 and want to go straight up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <type of> nonsense <laughs> and we would pull that, we would actually do that kind of crap. Like, we would, but, but, but we, but there's no, but we didn't do, like, I never, like, someone who got there was there while I was setting up, usually went on. We didn't make them wait until, like, the after ten o'clock crowd. We weren't. We weren't letting. Uh, what was that guy's name? If we did, we would have been more successful. Yes. Yes. We would have. <laughs> it was. The, it was letting those letting those newbies go up that that ultimately. Yeah. Damn. That, kinda, that, that got us a reputation of being the comics friend. Gave them gave them not, time spots when not we shouldn't a, have. A list comics friend. Um. But we we're we're still a comedy podcast. And again, Adrian, welcome, sir, to the family. No. Um, uh, Joey, what time is it? We got about 10, 15 minutes left. She's going to rapid it's fire through all the topics 17. we didn't talk about. It's 10, 17. We got about 10 minutes left. So, all right, here, here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to do, we're going to do, how many topics we got? We got six topics? I don't, I don't know. We we talked about exactly none of them. But, well, we talked about one of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. We, we got, yeah, we got tequila. some topics, Joey. What's, what's the tequila. one you want to talk so about here's the what most? Do. We're going to hit, we're going to do that rapid, rapid fire Joey LaFaro shit. Um, where Joey LaFaro <laughs> tells you quick hits in the news, and if any of us have a quick bite about that, we're going to jump in on it. Okay. So, Joey, take it away! So, uh, in this in this month of February, uh, we, we, we visited the Red Planet again. Did we? We did. We, la- we landed a uh, another rover, another robot on Mars. 
and uh, oh. apparently the it, it has a it has a drone. <laughs> so they're testing helicopter flight on Mars because <laughs> the atmosphere is so thin that they had to see if it was even possible. And then it's also supposed to like take some samples of shit, and it has better tires than the last rover. That's okay. that's. I watched a video about about the engineering about. So we're going back so, to a so point. If you guys oh. were watching the Super Bowl, wasn't there a commercial that was like, call this number if you want to go to outer space? I feel like I imagined that, but did that really happen? <laughs> no, it did. I remember that. Call this number yeah, if you want to go like, to outer did space? Did I just see that? Like, I thought, I was like, I couldn't have just saw, here, call this number if you're interested in going to outer space. But that, that did happen, right? I think they need to have two lines. It's like, do you are you interested in going to space? And are you interested in being the first people to go to space? Because I think that there's a select group that is down. <laughs> I'm down for one, and I, I don't just want to be on the first rock. dying immediately. They're fucking dying. Oh, I definitely. I feel like even the, even the second folks are dying. There's so much yeah. shit in space that is trying to kill you. Why anyone <laughs> Wants to go out there. I have no idea. Yeah. Round one and round two is dying like shit. <laughs> until, until we have polarized hull plating, I'm not going up. I want. I want to go into space because I'm I, again. I'm a Star Trek fan, so my mind. Uh, is, my mind is sitting on the 21st century. I'm. I'm hoping that God gives me the the ability to get to the year 21, um, so that I could I can see space flight. Here's the thing. They didn't give any further explanation. Is it like take a trip to space and come back? Or is it like let's go live on this planet? Like they didn't give any more information about exactly what they meant about going to space. Are we yeah, setting up is... there or is it like a vacation or what? Right. This could be the Tuskegee experiment of space yeah, travel. Sure the hell like, is. Yeah. <laughs> Like they could just be setting you up for some egregious shit. It definitely like, wasn't. Know. It definitely wasn't a NASA endeavor. Like it clearly was. First of all, first of all, NASA doesn't have Super Bowl ad money. <laughs> Next thing we'll see a BET ad that says y'all niggas ready to go to space. It's like what? Second of all, we just <laughs> landed. We just landed a robot that poops samples. It's like, fucking Spirit Airlines trying to take your ass to space with no baggage. Right. Uh, okay, so so the Red Planet has a new rover. Um, it it's and a, and it's a looking drone. for aliens. It's there to look for aliens. In why is it looking for aliens? Haven't we had, haven't we figured this out yet? They don't want us to see them if they're up there. No, it's looking for like like you know microbe aliens or like prehistoric. It's not really aliens, but like aliens. It's like if there was like you know microbacteria, like yeah. aliens and shit. Did Mars ever have like a single celled organism? Yeah, um, it did. And then it's gonna find the proto molecule, and we're all gonna be fucked. But you know, until you know, then, you know, what we're gonna find out, Joey. What? Mars and Earth look just alike at one point in history. And that's where all the white people came from. They fucked their planet up, planet up so bad that the black people who are here say, you know what? Come on over here and you can hang up, hang with us because your planet's all fucked up. And they got here and fucked this one up too. Hashtag ancient aliens. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of white people, white people, um, Texas had some weather issues this past week. Oh, poor Texas. And it's the, really sad down there. Yeah, especially in the town of uh, Colorado City. Um, yeah, I heard about this guy. Which sounds, which sounds already suspicious, 
I don't like you know when there's a when there's state a different city. A state city that, that, that makes me nervous. <laughs> like California, Maryland. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad. I, it still wor- really worries me that we have a Maryland city, Maryland. I don't get that. That's like a fucking wow. inception of something. I don't know. Um, but this guy, um, uh, Tim Boyd, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Boyd. Kind of like got so irritated with the fact that people were, um, you know, frustrated with the public services that he was not offering. that he decided to go on a Twitter rant about how the strong will survive and the, and the weak will perish. P-A-R-I-S-H. So I guess the week is going to go to church where God will provide for them. I don't really know where he was going with that. It seemed a bit off brand for his. It seemed like will perish. This guy seems like the reason that it all happened. Like he seems like he overused the word snowflake and then snowflake <laughs> took that personally and then they attacked him. Uh-huh. And I took that personally. <laughs> Uh, I, I look at I look at the whole situation in Texas, and um, I blame Texas for I'd say a good fifty five percent of their problems down there. Um, you wanted to be an independent state, you wanted to secede from the union for so long, and here's what secessionist behavior gets you. How are you going to blame Texas for weather? Like how oh. did they? How did they I do that to Texas themselves? For, the, for horrible infrastructure. They've deregulated <laughs> everything so much so that there wasn't any way to prepare for the shit. Be, yeah, they they were there. There was just no no shot. It was. They're losing power. That has nothing to do with Texas. That has everything to do with the South. You guys forget I'm from New Orleans. It no. snows there maybe once a decade. We're not prepared in no, the no, South no, 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 for. No, no, no. The power outages. Because they could, yeah. they so could have survived. Have winter, it causes it causes rolling outages. It causes burst pipes. It causes, um, you know, uh, car accidents. Everything that you were seeing is a place that is not prepared for icy weather because they don't have it. But once every like three decades. But if they weren't climate change deniers, if they weren't doing su- doing everything in their power to do everything wrong as a state. As far as energy wise, it's, it's been pretty well reported that their that their power infrastructure was completely out of date because there yes. was there are no codes. <laughs> their power infrastructure is is jacked up because of the simple fact that they're not only on the the country's grid, they're on their own. <laughs> and once you're on your own, you can't tap into the rest of the work in the country. So they're instead of having rolling blackouts, they just have blackouts. Like that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's nowhere to roll more power from too. No, but then also the fact that like this mayor dude, right? He basically said that like the government doesn't owe you owe you anything. The government like, and the power companies don't owe you and anything. And I thought that had to be like a, a forged tweet. Like he really yeah. said that. Like, he said it. We don't fucking owe you anything. Do, deal with right. it. Like who? What kind of dude. fucking mayor are you? Like, if I don't owe you anything, then give me back my taxes. Like, I, you give know, me back like, my taxes and my electrical bill money. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I know I paid this bill every month or else you were going to cut it off. Now you cut it off right. and I still got to pay this bill. <laughs> yeah, his tweet said something like the strong survive. Like, basically, just right. deal with this yourself. I'm like, dude, did you really say that out loud? 
to your citizens? Our 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 recent guest, uh, D'Angelo Joyce, had probably the best comment on the whole situation that I saw, and he said something to the effect that Texas uh, Texas mayors be like rub various metals together to generate electricity. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I was like, and I felt like that was the best encapsulation of this whole thing. Like, what is it? Like, like literally, like instead of rubbing sticks together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see if I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a can here and the, the chair of a leg, a leg of a chair. Let me see if I can get uh, some juice. Let me try to see if I can charge my uh, iPod. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. With so the friction. So what's going on? What else is going on, Joe? Um, there was a uh, recently a school an entire school board had to resign um, because they uh, uh, well <laughs> that might have been part of it but the primary reason was they were they they had forgot to to you know how sometimes after a customer leaves your st- store uh, you talk about it. Um, yet the, the, the there's every job there's a point where someone leaves the room and you need to vent about that person. Mm-hmm. In the virtual world, uh, it's not a good idea to to do that on a Zoom call if you're not sure if the person can access that room. Um, especially if the person was formally on, because like people are terrible at keeping track of who's still on the call. And uh, this entire school board um, fucked up and basically just went into their vent mode while some parents had not logged off. Oh. So the whole thing got recorded. Well, the kid's just stupid. Ain't damn well. I don't know why they were here fucking with us, man. This is stupid. Some of the quotes were, they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back. Um, one person said, my uh, brother had a delivery service for medical marijuana, and his clientele were parents of a kids at school. Um, <laughs> like, there's... <laughs> True statements on both of those. I don't. I don't care. I kind of, both is, of those statements were true. The problem is, like, if you look, actually look at some of like some of the things that were said, none of it should be fireable offenses. These are all like uh, reasonable statements that are like it's all facts. So I don't understand. Well, they said it. The reason they're fired, and it's the reason I fire people at my job. They're fired because they got caught. They got a. You got caught. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. And B, you said it in a professional forum, mm. and it was unprofessional speak in a professional forum. That's, that's where you run into the problem there. It's not that what you said was wrong or inappropriate, really, but it's just you said it in, in an imp- you said it in a moment where you should have been more professional than you were being. Mm. See, this is why I need to be careful, because like one of these days I'm going to get fired. You are. See? Uh, a, a, a clear example of what Marcus is saying is it's it's not a wrong to get a blowjob, but it's unprofessional to get a blowjob in your office, Bill Clinton. You see? I see what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, None of things are, are true. Okay, but so you can't prepared. do it at work. Candace uh, with a throwback <laughs> joke of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I was trying to give an example of something that's generally true. okay for an adult, but you can't do it at work. It, that, that's not true either. Um, it is... Uh, what do you mean it's not true? You uh, can't get a blowjob at work. That's unprofessional. You can. Um, you can. <laughs> if you're a point guard. <laughs> you can if, you, if your job allows it. Um, and, and, and well, if, job if that's, that's actually. Blowjobs in your office. If, if that's part of your job description, then, then, yeah, you kind of have to, you know. 
you're a, can- if you're a candle maker and you have to test the wicks, so you're going to blow it's your job. Okay. See? So All then right. you, you, you uh, take the, the. You know uh, what I meant. I meant fellatio. You can't get that done in your office on company time, it's unprofessional. I need you to secure that sound pipe with just his. I meant fellatio. Like, I feel like we need to have that on a drop so that we could just, like. I meant fellatio. Yeah, like, I as a teacher, so people can watch the show. Oh, man. But what else is going on, Joey? Um, Gen Zers are at it again. Um, I, Gen Z? Generation Z's at it again. Uh, there's some, some concerning. Uh, there was a recently a viral video of a teacher who is asking uh, students um, who Helen, who they thought Helen Keller was. And answers ranged from uh, a Nazi man uh, and to, to just a fake deaf and blind person. <laughs> okay, first of all, that's a stupid guess. A Nazi man, it's Helen. So that should tell you right there that at least it's a woman. I met a female like, Helen. I mean, I kind of get it. It sounds kind of like a hair Keller. Like I could, I could, I could see. You know, if you're not paying attention to the to the Helen part. Well, I mean, those kids probably thought German Helen. Sure, why not? Yeah. Like much. Helen is Aaron a girl's Keller. name, no matter what language. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. I okay. Mean, all right. Uh, excuse my ignorance. I know who Helen Keller was. Okay, what did Helen Keller do? Uh, she was actually like a an advocate for the deaf and blind, and she was like a full professor. Wasn't she like uh, a physicist or something? No, she went on. She went on to be like from like being both born both deaf and blind to like then becoming like one of the leading activists for. Like yeah. disabled yeah she's she's been a professor on the like like professor activist she's helped write like laws about accessibility and and education so she's been she's been active in that role for she was active decades yeah she ain't alive joey did she pass? no no, no. she been dead oh <laughs> yeah she yeah she been dead i forgot <laughs> Dead before us. I don't. I don't think she was alive when we were born. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was. No, no, she wasn't. Like, this was definitely. <laughs> she, she, was, when did she die. Maybe Candace, but uh, not us. <laughs> oh no. You know what? I'm gonna look it You're up. Right. Look at sixty-eight. Yeah, right. Right before Candace was born. Oh, I was not born in the sixties. I'm thinking of somebody else. That... I didn't say the sixties. Seventy is right there. <laughs> no, I I mixed her up with some other old white lady that I was surprised. <laughs> no, that like I remember like learning about in this uh, around this in, that was had a similar sto- character arc that was still alive. <laughs> similar character yeah. arc is that what we're going with on that one? Yeah, she had a character Keller lived from 1880 1880 to 1968. She lived in the fucking 1800s. Wow. So did so did my slave ancestors, but we don't talk about them too much. I don't really care about Helen Keller. She could have she, she didn't have one foot like my uncle Chicken George. But we gonna talk about her today? No, it's Black History Month. Black fact of the day, Joey LaFaro. Hit it. I think what it was. See, is... this is the fucked up part. See, <laughs> see, no, no, Joey. Black fact of the day is Vice President Kamala Harris 
first time female president of the United Vice President of the United States went to Howard University. That's the black fact of the day. Hey, there you go. H U. No. You know. Oh, yes! Are you Adrian. a Howard alum? Are you a Howard alum, Adrian? I am not. I just I know it. I just know it. I know. Everyone knows uh, it. They're they're obnoxious about it. <laughs> you gotta know no, it. The, the same way that like folks from A and T are obnoxious about that Aggie Pride stuff. We're like, proud. I think you're confusing obnoxious with proud. <laughs> uh, you're I, you're a, a Howard alum. H-U, that's correct. Okay, all right. First graduating class, 1867. Uh, damn. <laughs> She's in the first sorority at Howard University. She was the first, uh, first alpha lady <laughs> to cross in the pinky green. That's right. Skew! <laughs> Speaking First of period of pieces, <laughs> I saw uh, Judas and the Black Messiah this weekend. Oh, man, I need to watch it. I do need to watch it. I Yo, that was a good movie. That was a real good movie. I thought it was really well but... done. Um, I, I read an article where someone was, the headline of the tar- article, I, I, I didn't admittedly didn't read it, but the headline of the article was What's Lost Based on the Casting, and I didn't understand it at first, mm-hmm. but I... Notice that if you actually read about the historical figures, the actors are much older than, oh, yeah. than the people that's actually. Oh, yeah. They were so, teenagers. Yeah, so it really it does it does lose a little bit of like thinking of them as kids. Like the mm-hmm. the the fact that the FBI picked up Bill O'Neill when he was like seventeen mm-hmm. for for that car theft is like a totally different like mental thing like mm-hmm. you, you know when you see Lakeith Stanfield he doesn't look like you know you don't you don't get that there's the government's manipulating a child yeah and that's kind of lost but they've been doing the to black film. children for yeah all of humanity is manipulating us to do our own people dirty but other than that it was it was uh, it was an excellent mm-hmm. film the weird thing was is I just recently started watching Snowfall Within mm-hmm. the same week, and because it oh. like has it the time when the time frame when it starts when it takes place, mm-hmm. and how it references his uh, the main character's dad was a Black Panther. Yeah. It is it kind of tracks as a weird sequel, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? <laughs> it was like the weirdest accidental like time overlap on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I, I do need to watch you and the Black Messiah. Uh, it it looks it it, it looks amazing, mm-hmm. just to, from a from an aesthetic point of view, it looks amazing. Um, and the story of Fred Hampton is probably one of the most misread and uh, governmental manufactured stories <laughs> out there. <laughs> well, they definitely don't teach it in AP U.S. history. No, they so like, and they no. and they they should they don't. Yeah, they should. They pulled no punches with. <laughs> Was showing how racist the FBI was. Oh yeah. Oh it god. Was, it was like, damn. Like, I, I, I was just like, yeah. I mean, it, the FBI don't like niggas. I mean, 
I mean, to the point where like he, they they like the the one scene where they had they had Jesse Plemons character, and he's like, "So what are you gonna do when your daughter brings home a Negro?" And it was like, "Why are you asking me this? <laughs> what are we doing here?" It's yeah, uh, yeah the, the the history of America, um, the uh, Black America is one filled with a lot of hatred for no reason. Uh, and a lot of fear for no reason. And you know what's crazy about the, the FBI? And I'll say it here, and I'll continue to say it for the rest of my life. Jack Hoover was a f- like big f- like dressed like a woman, f- and no one wants to talk about that in all these history books. They Sir, want to talk about everything that you said is completely offensive and homophobic. <laughs> you about to get our show canceled? Try that again. Try oh, that I'm again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll 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 I'll, 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 I'll change that a little bit. Okay. One thing that the world does not seem to really pick up on or really teach um, is that J. Edgar Hoover was the biggest f**k in history, and he oh, got, and he is he he should have been exposed as such. And and the fact is, I don't have a problem with homosexuality, but there's a difference between what that motherfucker was and homosexuals. There's a complete difference. There's a completely another difference. He didn't like gays. This is the funny part about J. Edgar Hoover. That's why I call him what he is. He's fucking <laughs> He's the worst. He's worse for his own people. He didn't. Ha- he didn't like gays. He didn't like. Uh, he didn't like the hippies. Uh, he didn't like blacks. He didn't like Hispanics. Um, it's weird how that became like a like. It's not taught anywhere, but became like a commonly held thing that we know that he at at the very least was into cross dressing. He had a gay lover who was on the, in the FBI. Come on now. But, but come on, was Sway. This, was this part <laughs> of like? Was there a, like a declassified document that that got released? No. We just knew he was. We knew how. We know. You know how we knew he was gay because of how much he was on those uh those Martin Luther King sex tapes. He really wanted to hit him. Like he he had he has like albums about Martin Luther King having sex with these random women. And the fact is, hey, Martin Luther King was not a was a great man. But he was not a perfect man. I didn't expect Martin Luther King to not have sleep with 10,000 women. That's what they do to powerful men. They sleep with them. But J. Edgar Hoover, again, biggest. Thing. I don't understand how Martin Luther King had so many. Like, he's he is many things, but a sex symbol he is not. So I don't know how that worked out. No, yeah, no one. Okay. Like, Ooh, I want to fuck that guy. Like, it's just. First of all, he Martin was a King great was communicator. And then second of all, he was on the road. (laughs) (laughs) He was on the road. Any man on the road. You know them rules of the road. (laughs) I don't know. I just see him more as like a preacher, like kind of like a man of God. Like Malcolm X, I could see, yeah, he a lot of women would sleep with him. But But there's nothing sleep on his wife. He didn't cheat on his wife. (laughs) He was the most pious of all. But the the thing about the thing that Martin Luther King another thing about Martin Luther King that is missed in history, Martin Luther King was not that old. None of the civil rights leaders of the time were in like their fifties and sixties. Oh yeah, they killed their asses young. They yeah, were in their right. thir- they were in their early thirties and late twenties. <laughs> our, our our stream cut out. I think it was. Uh, it hit again. I think it was a uh, reference. I think it's tired of us. Mm-hmm. Either that or yeah, the FBI didn't let them motherfuckers make it to forty. No. They got mowed down real quick. <laughs> Not one of them. And that's the that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest Black History fact of the day. The FBI does not care about Black people. Um, nope. And J Edgar Hoover. Again, the biggest. I won't say it again. I won't say the word. I see our, our guests. I think that's why we got taken off the air. Because <laughs> they don't f- 
four times. The FBI is watching, and they just <laughs> yanked our connection. Well, if there's a if they're on dot uh, comedy dot us, if there's an FBI symbol on there tomorrow, you know who did it: DJ Marcus and Joey Lafaro. Yes, that's right. I use my I use my alias. <laughs> I use Joey's government name. <laughs> Oh, man. But guess what, guys? We the musings of DJ Marcus are not the opinions of the <laughs> Dot Comedy podcast. DJ Marcus Thank is a character. disclaimer, Joey, because his ass about to get us canceled. DJ Marcus is a character on Dot Comedy podcast. None of the actions of him or any members of the Dot Comedy team are of reality. They're just fiction, folks. So just take it as, as we like to say, it's just Listen, jokes. If I'm going to get canceled, it's going like, to be because something, some bullshit I cause. <laughs> Hashtag us. Like trolling vegans on the internet with my brother. Oh, we got to talk about that next week, Joey. <laughs> We're at the end of the podcast. <laughs> I think we've gotten to the end. Candace, you still there with us? Yeah. Adrian, you still there I'm with here. us? I'm still here. Oh, man. Adrian, did you have fun this week? Dude, yeah. This week was a blast. Had a lot of fun. Um, I mean, it's only Tuesday, so, <laughs> you know, you got a few more days to go, but, yeah. This week's been a good one so far. Well, I meant this week on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Yeah. But, oh, uh, since last Tuesday. <laughs> we, our I weeks are Tuesday to Tuesday. I, I know it's weird. <laughs> that normal. sentence didn't make any sense. I understand completely. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a good Dot Comedy week, and it has been a good Dot Comedy show. And as always, folks, we want to thank you for all your support in the Dot Comedy. What the fuck? Talk. Uh, what? We can't be having all these technical issues. I agree. I, <laughs> I had video cut out twice. Video's gone. Can't have the music's out. I can bring us back up on the on the live Don't bring stream. Bring us back up. We're going home. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, just for the just the outro. There, this will be better. What the fuck? All right, dun 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 dun. Dak County Podcast is gonna head out this week. Dun 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 dun. Wow. I DJ Marcus, Joey Lafaro, Candice August, our special guest this week, Mr. Adrian Russell. Adrian, where can they find you on the internet? Dun 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 dun. Find me on Facebook at Adrian Russell, Instagram at RebelBase47, and Twitter at RebelBase47 as well. To believe me, and Candice, where can they find you on the internet? And Listen, I want some jazz music from my background. Y'all got to switch it up. Give me some jazz. All right, Joey LaFaro. Do better. We ain't got no jazz. God damn it. We're having technical difficulties. Calm down. All right. You guys can find me at just underscore Candice. That's Candice with a -A K-A-N-D-Y-C-E. And I'm all over the interwebs. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Black Planet and Tumblr or wherever. I'm I'm on the I'm out here. Just find me. Follow me. I'll follow back. Black Planet and Tumblr. All right. I'll be on Tumblr this after this evening. Oh, it is still February. Thick thighs all over. Yeah. Uh, Joey Lafaro, where can they find you on the internet, my friend? Uh, Jay Lafaro Comedy on. Uh, I'm sorry, LaFaro Comedy on, on Instagram and Jay Lafaro Comedy on. Oh wait, I don't have that one. Anymore. I can always mess that up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I am on Twitter anymore. Okay. I think I think it's at Big Blue Hulk. Big Blue Hulk. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you can find me anywhere you look for DJ Marcus Dad Comedy. You can always find DJ Marcus. And I have had fun this week. Joey, you had fun this week? I did. Candice, you had fun this week? Guess not. Adrian, did you have fun this week? 
All right, and we are the Dotcom and the team. We'll see you next time. Folks. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.